procrastination in contrast to other forms of delay is that voluntary and quite deliberate turning away from and intended action even when we know we could act on our intention right now. There is nothing preventing us from acting in a timely manner except our own reluctance to act. Welcome to Philosopher Insights, the podcast that delivers wisdom in minutes a day that you can put into practice daily and strive to master over a lifetime. The podcast committed to sharing ideas that encourage you to bridge the gap between who you are today and the person you aspire to be in the future. Hi, my name is Herb Lamba and welcome to my podcast where I will share practical insights from the world's best authors. Knowledge isn't power, applied knowledge is. The quest to become the best version of you starts right now. Hi, and welcome to Philosopher Insights. My name's Herb Lamba. Today I wanted to talk about a topic that I know everybody is familiar with, and that's the dreaded disease of procrastination. So today's episode is all about that. What it is, why it happens, and I'll finish off the episode by sharing my five favorite strategies to beat procrastination. In general, people know what to do, but they just struggle to do it. If you are overweight, you know what to do if you want to lose weight. If you want to start a business, you know what to do in general terms and how to get started. If you want to get a certification, you know what to do. If you want to improve your relationship, generally, you know what to do. For most of us, it's not that we don't know what to do. The problem is we cannot get ourselves to do it. I wanted to start off by defining procrastination. And I loved Timothy Feichel's perspective in his great book, Solving the Procrastination Puzzle, where he says, quote, Procrastination is the voluntary delay of an intended action despite the knowledge that this delay may harm the individual in terms of the task performance or even just how the individual feels about the task or him or herself. Procrastination is a needless voluntary delay. Procrastination in contrast to other forms of delay is that voluntary and quite deliberate turning away from an intended action even when we know we could act on our intention right now. There is nothing preventing us from acting in a timely manner, except our own reluctance to act. This is the puzzling aspect of procrastination. Why are we reluctant to act? Why is it we become our own worst enemy? End quote. That's what makes procrastination so fascinating and frustrating at the same time. Why do we fail to act when we know it's important? We keep putting things off, which makes us feel worse about ourselves, and we create this negative cycle that leads to procrastination. Research suggests that as much as 20% of the population may struggle with what they call chronic procrastination, which can lead to stress, poor performance, and even mental health challenges. So why do we procrastinate and how do we overcome it? One theory is that procrastination is a way of coping with difficult emotions or feelings of overwhelm. By putting off a task, we temporarily avoid the discomfort or anxiety that comes with facing it head-on. However, what we don't realize is that this short-term relief often will lead to long-term consequences, increased stress, lack of trust in ourselves, and ultimately decreased productivity. So if you struggle with chronic procrastination, there's a variety of practical strategies that you can apply, and I'd like to share five of my favorites. Strategy number one is the five-second rule, which is from the great book, The Five-Second Rule by Mel Robbins. Quote, you're going to learn something remarkable. It takes just five seconds to change your life. Sounds like a gimmick, doesn't it? It's not. 
It's science. I'll prove it to you. You change your life one five-second decision at a time. In fact, it's the only way you change. End quote. That is from Mel Robbins' great book, Five Seconds to Change My Life? Sign me up. So what is this five-second rule and how can we use it to overcome procrastination? According to Mel Robbins, the five-second rule is a simple yet effective technique that involves counting down from five to one and then taking action. The idea is that by counting down and physically moving towards the task at hand, we interrupt our pattern of procrastination and we build momentum towards our goals. The five-second rule is based on the science of habit formation and the idea that our brains are wired to resist change. When we encounter a task or a goal that feels difficult or uncomfortable, our brain automatically sends a signal to avoid it. But by using the five-second rule, you can interrupt that pattern of avoidance and take action before your brain has a chance to sabotage you. How do you apply the rule? It's so simple. When your mind tries to convince you to avoid a task, which it inevitably will, that it's not that important to do right now, you could put it off till tomorrow. It's no big deal. After all, nobody is going to know but you. Well, it is a big deal. So the moment your mind starts this dialogue, you count backwards. Five, four, three, two, one, and you physically move to get started on that task. You probably think that sounds so overly simplistic, but all I'm asking you to do is try it, and try it more than once. I cannot tell you how many times I've used this strategy to kickstart an action or task that I know I identified earlier in the day as important. Five, four, three, two, one. It's that simple. Strategy number two, don't wait for motivation, just begin. The problem and solution are both easy to understand. Don't believe that you need to feel motivated to do something before you start doing it. Instead, you start doing it first and your motivation will follow. Studies have shown that our feelings and attitudes often change simply based on our action. Mel Robbins shared a great message about this in episode 50 of the podcast where she claims motivation is garbage. The reason it's garbage is because you rarely feel like doing what is hard but important in your life. If you are waiting for motivation, you risk living a life of procrastination. You may never get to the things that actually matter. Although Nike's slogan is just do it, it may not always be the best approach. Sometimes the idea of doing something can be daunting and lead to feelings of overwhelm. That's where the power of just get started comes in. This slogan is much more inviting and reminds us that we simply need to commit to taking that very first step. There's something magical about the act of beginning a task. It sets things in motion and can give us the momentum we need to keep going. So try shifting your focus to just getting started and see where it takes you. Strategy number three, break it down into smaller steps. I totally get it if you're tired of hearing this, but let me ask you something. Are you really breaking down your bigger goals into smaller, more achievable steps? It's like trying to eat a 12-ounce steak in one bite. Not only is that impossible, it's also very unappetizing. And the same goes for your goals. You're much less likely to start or stick with a goal if you don't break it down into more manageable pieces. So be honest with yourself and start breaking those goals into smaller, achievable steps. 
you'll be amazed at how much more motivated and focused you'll become. As you complete that first bite towards your goal, you'll start to feel an incredible surge of motivation. It's like a switch has been flipped and suddenly you're infused with that magic of progress. Trust me, there is nothing quite like that feeling of accomplishment and forward momentum. And I wanted to share a bonus tip here. Please do not forget to celebrate those small wins along the way. Whether it's a fist pump, a high five, or any other way to connect an emotion to your recent accomplishment, it's important to do so. Why? Because you want your brain to remember how it felt to take that first bite-sized step so you can be encouraged to take the next step tomorrow. I always try to remember that progress is not about just achieving the goal. It's about celebrating the small steps you take along the way. So take a moment to appreciate your progress and celebrate your accomplishments, no matter how small they may seem to you. It'll help keep you motivated and on track towards achieving your major goals. Strategy number four, schedule your important tasks. Why is scheduling important tasks so important when it comes to beating procrastination? Because it turns out that there are several science-backed reasons for this. Firstly, scheduling reduces decision fatigue. When you plan your tasks ahead of time, you don't have to make decisions about when and where you're going to do them. By scheduling it, you free up your brain to focus on the task at hand. Scheduling important tasks increases focus and increases productivity. When you know what needs to be done and you know where you're going to do it, you're much less likely to get sidetracked by distractions or spend too much time on less important tasks. This helps you stay on track and make progress towards your goal. If something is not in your schedule, it reduces your chances of getting it done. It simply increases the chances that you will procrastinate. Strategy number five is run the task through the procrastination equation. And that comes from a great book by Pierre Steele called The Procrastination Equation. And the equation goes like this. Procrastination equals expectancy times value over impulsivity times delay. And we're going to go into details. Expectancy times value over impulsivity times delay. So it all starts with expectancy. Meaning, do you feel confident in your ability to deliver the result? Do you actually expect a good outcome? Simply put, if your expectancy is high, then the likelihood of you procrastinating is low. Times value, which makes up the numerator. Do you truly value the task that you have in front of you? Does it mean something to you? Does the task connect to something bigger that has meaning for you? The bottom line here is that the more value you can place on that task, the less likely you are to procrastinate. So that takes care of the numerator. And if you go back to elementary school mathematics in an equation, we need that numerator to be high. So we need to drive expectancy and value as high as we possibly can. And now let's look at the denominator. Impulsivity times delay. Starting with impulsivity, which Pierre Steele says is the number one factor that leads to chronic procrastination. Impulsivity is all about immediate gratification, which results in massive distraction from the important tasks of life. And in today's world, immediate gratification is everywhere. Just think about it. 24-7 news, social media feeds, text, buzzes, beeps, non-stop waves of distraction all day long. And then finally, Delay. 
How far into the future does your project or task need to be completed? Because the longer that delay is, the more likely you are to procrastinate. I am very familiar with this one because I could have saved myself a lot of heartache if I would have started on tasks earlier than I did. Rather than wait for the panic monster to show up the night before, I needed to submit a report, work on a task, or launch a podcast. That is my quick look at five of my favorite strategies to fight off procrastination. Here's a quick recap of the five strategies. Number one was apply the five-second rule. Number two was don't wait for motivation, just get started or just begin. Strategy number three was break it down into smaller steps. Strategy four, schedule your important tasks. And finally, strategy five was to run the task through the procrastination equation. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider subscribing and share the podcast with others who may need help dealing with procrastination. Talk to you soon. Have a great day. You've been listening to Philosopher Insights with your host, Herb Lamba. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To go deeper with me, you can register for free at www.philosopherinsights.com for instant access to a growing library of Philosopher Insights, which are 8 to 10 page PDFs, plus 20 minute MP3s that break down my favorite insights from the world's best personal development books. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Facebook at Optimal Herb. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.